Hey y'all, welcome back to I Ain't a Killer Podcast, where we break down unusual true crime stories from our perspective. I'm Carter. I'm Eloa. And I'm Erin. And before we get into this episode, we want to shout out our sponsor for this week. Yes. Yay, we got a little mini. Right. Yeah, right. We got some Quiniana. Um <laughs> We use those sponsorship dollars to make transcription possible because disability justice is something that matters to us. Yes, and we sure. want our deaf and hard of, hard of hearing friends to be able to join us on this journey. So... Um, Bridget, thank you so much. Bridget's my friend. Thank you, friend Bridget. <laughs> thank you, Bridget, who I've never met before. Yes, friend Bridget. Yes. First of all, you met her at the wedding. Oh, so stop. I, I met her at the wedding? Yes. I got married I'm like bad. two, maybe three months ago. I don't know. Whenever May 8th was. But uh, yes, Bridget was at the wedding and their fiance actually was the photographer for our wedding. So actually check out Callaway Captures. Their photography is phenomenal. And thank you, Bridget, for your contribution. Who I've met before. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Bridget. <laughs> yes. Awesome. And um, our cash app is in our description for this episode on our IG and all our other socials. If you'd like to sponsor a future episode, we would deeply appreciate it. Yes, because I don't have no money. Because <laughs> <laughs> niggas be in college and right. stuff. And people got, you know. People got different situations, and we want our disabled niggas to be able to listen to our episodes. Yeah, Absolutely, we want everybody to be able to listen. Yeah, accessibility. Yes, yes. Uh, in other news, one of our co-hosts had our birthday this week. Ellie Wa turned thirty-one. I was going to say, you want to tell people your age? Oh yeah, I'll tell them my turned twenty-one. Legal drinking. The pandemic, you know, took ten years. You know, so I get to take ten years back. But that's exactly how it works. I love telling people my age because one, nobody thinks I look my age for some reason. You do not. Yeah. Yeah, looking 30. Really I feel like That's 31 is still super young. This, but okay. is but this is like literally what 21. I say, though. Black 31 is not the same as other 31. So it's like, no one ever thinks I'm 30. That's but real. That, no one ever thinks anyone, any of my friends are their age. Because right. Right. We're all, no one ever thinks I'm 21. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. Aaron's <laughs> canceled. <laughs> I feel so. I feel like one that like I completely agree with that. But then also like capitalism. It's like they just want you to expire by the time you turn thirty. It's weird, mm, right? But then also like for me, my thirties are my twenties. Like yes, all the stuff I couldn't do when I was twenty, I'm able to do it now. Right. I can. I can fucking dance. I'm interesting. I have a personality now. <laughs> I have politics and values. Right. Like, I got a little booty meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't have no ass when I was twenty. Stop playing, like. <laughs> Niggas try to grip that shit. Nigga, your hand sliding to my leg. Like, it's not, Please. Like, I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I'm getting put to shame by all my family members. Well, I, that is not my experience. At all. I've always had ass, and I want everyone listening to know that. <laughs> I cannot relate. You want a disclaimer? But it's very funny. It's not contagious. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to catch it. Like, if I have to leave, because I'm associated with someone that yes. did not have my ass. So I'm happy to be 31. I made it. So many niggas didn't make it to 31. Like, yes. I think about them all the time so i'm i'm so lucky and i'm grateful and i got y'all and i got my friends and my fucking i don't know life is headed to a greater place so i'm happy to be 31 yes that's so beautiful happy fucking birthday thank you hit the mic i got a little too excited yes (laughs) if y'all want to send some birthday coin to ellie oh her cash up is 
Please do. What's your cash app? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I my cash app is my real name. It's dollar sign K I E R R A M E E Y O N. It's not exactly how I spell my real name, but that's how you pronounce it. So we're just going to go with that. That was yeah. a lot. We'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, please do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, speaking of our Instagram. Follow us. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So another mini shout out. I'm in the Bonnet Con Facebook group, which was started by Ashley Atwell, a friend of mine. And it's all about celebrating like black people, black non-men who just have the audacity to show up in the world, which is amazing. And we love that for us. Mm -hmm. And someone posted about wanting a true crime podcast led by black people that just talks about true crime in a real relatable way and so many people followed us a friend of mine tj tagged us on the thread and people were excited we got like 15 new followers and it was great it made my day i was like cheesing from ear to ear telling anyone who would listen so shout out to y'all thank you yes. yeah i'm super excited. very happy yeah yes. i keep looking at it you sent us the screenshots like she sent yeah. us the, screen, uh, the screenshots or whatever but i'm just like <laughs> i want to see it so if you're life. from if you're from that group and you're listening I don't know. Figure out a way to tell us. <laughs> right. On our Definitely. Instagram or something. Right. Shout us out. We're very own. happy. Yeah. Yes. Shout us and out. We, Share us with a friend. And we love all of y'all. Every single one of y'all. Yes. Every single one of y'all. And That's we hope cool. to give the people what they need. Yes. So if we're not giving what's supposed to have gave, let us know and yeah. we'll give it. And we'll give you more because there's always more. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, cute. So this week for our current and crime, um, as you may recall, we talked about Shadow Vision. I don't know if that was episode one or two because to be honest with y'all, we recorded them in the same day. I want to yeah. say it was I, I don't Which, know. I think it was the second one because you did the true current crime. Oh yeah, for yeah, the first it was, one, it was and the then it was the second. Kid. So yeah. this is basically like the last episode. We talked about Shadow Vision, who is a true crime vigilante. Uh, vigilante. <laughs> vigilante. Oh, I can't talk no more. Um, and was it Little Rock? Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, on, that me, sounds right. Let me make sure. I'm on his Facebook page. Right yep, now, it is Little Rock. Yeah, because I was getting because I was you now cyber stalking or whatever. Yeah, so um. I think the last time we talked about him, we were just like trying to look at like the clues of, you know, like who he might be and what type of person he might be just based off of some of the stuff that he said. And one of the things he said was, you know, to look him up on Facebook or look him up on Instagram or something. Mm -hmm. I forget what we said. Yeah, like. Join and, his Facebook group. Yeah, join his Facebook group, which is to me was giving white. It would definitely was giving white because I. Don't it was think, also the killing of gang gang members. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was. It was like I've taken down high ranking gang members and drug. And we were like, okay, but like, gangs aren't always a terrible thing. And if yeah. you want us to unpack that conversation, that's something we can talk about maybe on in a Facebook group or something. But, yeah, it was yeah. definitely giving white. But he has a costume that yeah. covers up the majority of his body, so we didn't know for sure. Yeah. Well, I did some uh, investigating. <laughs> <laughs> I did some investigating for a full uh, two minutes. <laughs> and he revealed some good stuff. <laughs> he revealed. He revealed. Through, so basically he has a video. I'm trying to see if I can scroll to the video. But basically he goes live sometimes, I think. And he has like um, videos on his um, page, which is very public. You can definitely look up Shadow Vision on Facebook. And he, he and in the video, I'm looking at it right now. His, he's like putting on his gloves. He's like finishing putting on his gloves. And he's as white as can be. I feel so affirmed because I'm like, sometimes when you when you prejudge people, you just be feeling bad. Like, damn, I know they're gonna call me racist for this. But then, like, or you I be found saying, out, like that's some white people shit, and then you find out it's not a white person, right? And I'd be so like, disappointed. Well. 
this this is a POC or this is a black person who I mean but white supremacy shit. is per se pervasive so like yeah. white people should do be getting into other shit you know it what I mean it seeps into other right. non-white shit it's like it can still be white people shit even if a non-white person is doing it I'm glad you said that because that was such a great way to articulate that and I wouldn't <laughs> come up with that I'm just be like damn I'm disappointed but um but yeah no he's white as fuck um apparently what did you say he was he was from Ireland Scotland Scotland Scotland, Scotland? kind of breaks my heart because I love Scotland I had a play uncle that was from Scotland and I grew up with him and he was great but this isn't great I just want to know what inspires somebody to leave Europe which is like OG white people like that's that's where they make white people shout out to Donald Glover but I'm just saying like that's like why would you come over to the remix? You know what I mean? Like it's America. Like why do you? What do you want to be over here for? He Maybe wanted to chose- come over to save the world. Save the world. Well, here's yeah, my thing. Like you pointed out, <laughs> as we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, he came here from Scotland, according to this article that I'm looking at, eight years ago. But didn't he say that he took out? A serial killer in the 90s? Yes. It's not adding up, y'all. The yeah, math ain't so math he flew in. over here and killed somebody and then <laughs> and went then back went home. Back. But and then went back and, and then got a citizenship. To, to Arkansas. To it's given Westworld. It's definitely given oh like God, a great I love show. Westworld. I love Westworld. Show. Oh my God. That's a whole other First of all, what, what is her name? The, the the hot bisexual one? Evan Rachel Ross? Evan Rachel the white, the white one? Woods? Yes. Evan Rachel, Evan Rachel Woods, I think. It, yes. Anyway. Girl, if you ever, by chance, are listening to this, just hit me up. But anyway, that's just an aside. Um, <laughs> no, was great, right? Yeah. Um, I always loved her. So so basically what we're saying is there's no way in hell Shadow Vision, Shadow Vision killed those people. All right, y'all. We'll be right back after we pay some bills. Are you a huge c- Us too. Wait, can we even say c-? Of course. It's empowering these days. C- 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 I'm Ange Balasone, a.k.a. the drag queen, that girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch while we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy and cunty with us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on The Big Oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. (laughs) On the big c***y couch. Yeah, no, it's weird. Unless he literally flew over here, which is possible, I guess. I don't know. I guess. If he came over here eight years ago, but he killed serial... Or did did he say the serial killers were in the U.S.? Were they, mm. were they serial killers in Scotland, maybe? And then he I flew over they, here. Guess, wait, no, I think he said one of them was in North Carolina. And I feel like I've like, noted yeah, that because oh, I'm from like, North oh, Carolina. From. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's so not the math ain't math. It's not. It's not. I mean, and that's okay. All we're doing is clarifying the fact that we don't stand. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do. The politics are not in line with ours. Yeah. Um, and then there's other. So there's some other people that like he be meeting up with or whatever called the vortex night the vortex night there's more vigilantes but these these costumes we're gonna put this picture on instagram because these costumes is given like i don't know it's given like halloween party at your white friend's house like lol like like i don't i don't understand the inspiration behind this me as a nigga like i'm not gonna put my life in more danger than it's already in to save some people that probably don't give a fuck about me, honestly. Yeah. Especially in Arkansas. Like, no. Can I read y'all this excerpt from the Arc Times? Please. Please. Yes. <laughs> so, Please. 
It says, quote, the one obvious thing missing from his arsenal is speed. Shadow Vision <laughs> lacks any type of superhero mobile, so he walks everywhere he goes. Stop. The vehicle he had before got shot up, he said. So he logs about 80 miles a week, which keeps him in fighting shape. And I'm just... He does what? He logs? So he, like, walks around 80 miles a week? Yes. He walks to all the crimes that he, like, solves or, you know, whatever. Um... It's just, at this point, it's giving cop. Right. Because how do you, how do you have that type of mobility walking everywhere and you don't get, like, you're at these crime scenes, <clears throat> you're at these crime scenes because, I mean, technically it is a crime to be a vigilante, um, even though I don't really fuck with the justice system, but that's a whole other conversation. Right. You're, you're at these crime scenes, you're committing these crimes, and then you just walk off. Like you stabbing no. whoever, you know, he I mean? killed a serial killer and he just walks away. Then he just walks away. He just walks. But also, didn't we figure out that he was like in his sixties? Yeah, something? because if he was literally nothing adds up, it doesn't nothing. add up. I'm like, it's, it's not just, adding up. Yeah, or maybe he has like a successor, a copycat, or something. Mr. Shadow. We got please. questions. Yeah, please hit us up if we have. I mean, I know we roasted you a little bit, but. You're still a person, oh, yeah. and you're still out there doing these things, and we're a true crime podcast. And if we you don't curiosities, if you don't do it, you're anti-black. So hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to all these white people. You're talking to Vortex Nights. You're talking to Facebook Oxygen. To come talk to, to come talk to the black films who want, who have questions. I ain't a killer. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the last thing I want to say because I know we just roasted this for like ten straight minutes. Um, last thing I want to say is that Shadow Vision recently lost his uncle. Um, he said, I lost my uncle due to a heart attack and I don't think he purposely used the crying emoji. I mean, I think he used the crying emoji to mean crying, but like, it's, it's wild because like most of the time people use that as like crying laughing. So he used like that one. And that's giving his age. And that's giving his age. I'm, I believe that he's in his late fifties, early sixties. It's okay to not use emojis if you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Most definitely. This is an aside, but I also just... I'm not a huge fan of people using emojis in general for like serious content. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, but I'm like, is that me showing my age? Because I am on the cusp of being a geriatric millennial, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. <laughs> it's rude and I hate it, but it is also my truth. But yeah, I just, you could say that emoji. Like, just yeah. say what you have to say and then like. Like, you lost your uncle and you was like, emoji. Like, which one should I, you know what I mean? Like, I hate just, when people use the angel emoji when someone dies because it's smiling. When no. it stresses me Girl, I'm not smiling, I'm dead. Like, and so it probably should, wasn't that. They should use the skull emoji. <laughs> like, I'm dead, literally. Like, no, stop. I hate it. I gotta no. go. I'm checking out. I'll see y'all for the next segment. No, right? no I just want to say, you know, RIP yeah. to, to Shadow Vision's uncle. I didn't know the person, and I don't, I don't know. He could have been racist. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, because I don't know him, I'd just rather stay on the safe side and say rest in peace. Because that is sad. Like That is sad. No matter who you are, you know, losing people is never easy. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter, you know. If, I don't know. I just hope he wasn't on a mission when it happened. Like, I really hope not. Like, please. That would have been so... <laughs> that, would be so that would be so much. I would be like... The way you're vacillating between fucking serious and comedy is really fucking me out right <laughs> No, it's like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not trying or... to, I'm not trying to be funny. It just so happens to be funny. But I really, I really hope he was like with his uncle when it happened, because I feel like that's something that he's going to carry with him forever. Like me, if I was like out here in these streets beating people ass and then I found out like my uncle died or something, I'll be, that would make me sad. Now he's Spider-Man. I mean, oh. oh, he doesn't have the mobility of Spider-Man. Remember? Oh, he's, yeah, child, no. He's walking to each, but no, I'm, I'm being so serious. I'm being so serious. I, rest in peace. 
I don't, I don't have anything funny to say. I know I said some shit that sounded funny, but all right. Welcome back. Yes, yes. We're about to get into the main story. Yes. So I call this the cut and dry <laughs> the murder. Oh, Lord. Because it's very much like, it's no buildup. Normally when you look up a, a serial killer or, you know, so somebody who commits crimes, there's like a lot of documentation about, um, you know, this person grew up in this way and yeah. he had these issues. Um, they, you know, was like killing little animals and stuff like that. <laughs> This dude said, nah, I'm skipping all that. I'm jumping straight to the top of the stairs. We getting straight to it. Like, so it today. wasn't so it wasn't that they didn't have that information. It's just that this person didn't do it at all. Yeah. So <laughs> nobody around this person testified that this person did this thing. And, and there is some change in behavior, but I'll talk about that uh, after um, his background a little bit. Okay. okay. So, so his real name quick. Is, okay, go ahead. Content warnings? Anything? That oh, yeah. Most definitely. I'm tripping. Like, I'm, <laughs> now I'm cutting jar. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so... Um, this is all the content warnings. This is like extremely violent, um, uh, especially for child murder. Um, and then just like drug use, alcoholism and things like that. Just like violent accidents. Um, so yeah, just all the final destination, all the, um, all the content warnings. So his name is Peter Kudanowski. Um, and he is the son of Polish immigrants who settled in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Oh, the office. Um, yeah, I the office. office. <laughs> and the the reason why, the way I found him was I was trying to find somebody who had, like, my. I was kind of creeped out. I was like, I wonder if somebody who's, like, notorious for crime has my birthday. I was just like, oh, and I couldn't mm-hmm. find one. So I was like, okay, I wonder if they have some of my friends' birthdays. So I'm going to say the birthday, and then I'm going to send this podcast to one all my friends. <laughs> and the person whose birthday it is, they're going to be mad. <laughs> but it's whatever. Okay, it's not my birthday. Um, so his name is Peter Kudanowski, and he was born August 13th, 1903. A Leo? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. Mm. And you don't, that's kind of rare. Like, most of, most of them be like Scorpios and Sag. And, Gat, Sages and Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, very rare, um, one of a kind. But I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he, so he lived in Dixon City, but his parents, um, I think his, uh, like I said, were Polish immigrants. They settled in Scranton, Pennsylvania. He was the youngest of four boys, and they grew up in Scranton. Um, Kudinowski suffered a skull fracture in the sixth grade after diving into a shallow pool. Oh, that's not I'm sorry. Sign. This is just a telltale sign. Like anytime a kid has a head injury, yeah. well, so many of the serial killers, the notorious ones have head injuries. And that's yeah. all I'm like, if my kid has a head injury as a child, like, do I have to just like, you got to watch them. You got to watch them closely. I was about like to say something much more problematic. I'm glad you did you said what i said isn't it like the frontal lobe there's like something specific where if it gets damaged it like changes your thought process i'm gonna put my kid in a helmet for the whole first 15 years honestly (laughs) now they're gonna get bullied and they're gonna be a serial killer right (laughs) y'all don't speak that on my child you know who said it i just said i'm gonna protect them and put them in a helmet y'all said they're gonna get bullied and be a serial killer (laughs) that escalated they're gonna wear a helmet to school (laughs) yes ain't no going to school my spouse is gonna homeschool them. Oh, shout out to Reese. So then they're gonna be homeschooled too. <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> no social skills. Let's go back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to school anymore. I won't talk about you and this child. Like. 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, Your child's going to be perfect. Yeah. Thank you. I, I wish know. that for you. <laughs> I, I unwish, you know, the weirdness. <laughs> so Kudinowski suffered a skull fracture. Uh, they said it changed his behavior. And uh, like Carter said, that actually is a very telltale sign. I can't really name anybody off the top of my head, but like there's so the many. The Night Stalker. Killers. The Night Stalker. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, they they got hit in the back of the head with a swing. Mm-hmm. Or they fell out of a tree or yeah, something like or that. Or they were dropped as yeah. a baby or something. It's very, very specific. So, um, he decided that he didn't want to go to school anymore. Oh, at all. <laughs> at what age? Um, I think the age How was of 12. How this decision? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's the early 1900s. I feel oh, like back okay. then, yeah. like, what the, uh, if you were poor or if you were an immigrant, like, what kind of job could you get anyway? Mm-hmm. And then, like, even if you could, like, you could probably... St- they didn't have no checkout system where they could call your mama if you didn't show up to school. Like, it's just probably yeah. like... And your time was better spent working. Right. money home. Right. Yeah. Basically. Um, so he worked a stint at the Lackawanna coal mine, and then he later took a job at the Lackawanna Rail- Railroad... Well, I can't talk. Railroad Yards in Secaucus. Um, all these different cities. I'm Y'all, I'm from Atlanta. Like, I don't know <laughs> shit outside of 285. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me if I said your city wrong. Um, so basically he gets, so this is why I call this the cut and dry murder because up until now, like they don't have up until he gets caught for his first murder or jailed for um, intoxication. Mm-hmm. There's no record of him. Like there's no, like I tried to do research on like what he was doing in the meantime. And then like, other than working that stint at the railroad yards and stuff, there's nothing about him. So I don't know if that means that I'm just not a good researcher, but I just could not find anything. So, um, it says after Kudinowski was jailed for killing a uh, seven-year-old named Joseph Storelli, he confessed to two other murders. Okay. So when he killed this seven-year-old, how old was he? Do you know? Um, well, it says he was, uh, let's see, he was jailed for it in 1928. He was born in 1903. So he's like 25 years old. Wow. Yeah. So like, yeah, I guess between the ages of 13 and 24, there's not really much of him. Um, but he did that because he was locked up for being drunk in public. So this is all kinds of like the timeline on this is really weird because they already know that he confessed to two other murders because he was jailed for another murder. But then that happened because he got locked up for being drunk. So it was like a snowball effect. It was like, they probably never would have caught him. Right. But because he got locked up for being drunk, um, it says he was, um, yeah, he was jailed in Detroit for public intoxication he confessed to Storelli, which is the seven-year-old that I'm going to talk about in a second. He confessed to uh, Storelli's murder, his jailer, um, who laughed at him. So basically he said, like, I killed, like, this kid, and the jailer just laughed at him, and they just let him go, like, after he got sober. Um, what? Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah, so this is so uh, this is almost like, you know those movies that tells you that kind of tells you the ending and then you have to go back to the beginning to figure uh, it out? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this is going to be. So we already know that he's going to get locked up for a murder. He's going to confess to two other murders, but then we got to go back to see, like, how he met the kid and, like, what happened. Right, okay. Um. Yeah, so let's see. Let's go all I, the way back. While you're doing that, I think I was talking to Carter or somebody. Y'all, don't commit two crimes at once. Yes, you're going to get caught. Yes, don't like be... if you're selling weed, your tags, your plates need to Everything be at current. Be up to date. Right, like, like sure and don't your be swerving. Are good, don't right? Be, like, 
Come on, y'all. Because more often than not, people get caught because of the, the the small things, the small stuff that they're you're intoxicated, about. and now you're talking too much. Like, right. don't drink too much if you know you. I mean, we definitely want murders to be in trouble. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <most> definitely. <laughs> but definitely I mean, sometimes murders. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. <laughs> but if it's self defense, I mean, I'm cool with it. Like, yeah, and if somebody doesn't fuck with your kid, then sometimes oh yeah, most gotta die. Like, yeah, that's also a very very good one. I don't yeah. disagree, but I don't know, just being drunk or just being a fucking perv. Yeah, okay, most definitely get caught. Like, um, so it says Kodinowski met seven year old Joseph Storelli in a half drunk state, quote unquote, um, late afternoon on November seventeenth, nineteen twenty eight, on First Avenue in East Village, New York. Uh, Kudanowski accosted two other children at the same location, but they ran away. Kudanowski lured the boy away with the promise of a box of candy and a visit to a motion picture show. He then took him by the Port Authority uh, Trans Hudson train to Journal Square in Jersey City and finally walked him to uh, the New Jersey Meadowlands near Sea Caucus. Um, so this is the part where it gets really violent. So just a warning. Um, when Joseph tried to get away, Kudanowski knocked him down and hit him several times. Worrying that the boy's cries would attract passing cars, Kudanowski slashed his throat, covered the body with the boy's overcoat and left him. Oh my God. Yeah. So it wasn't even... So, so what it, was the reason? That's what I'm saying. That was the... I think he, like, he was probably into little kids. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And okay. I think it just ended up like... The so block got too Unintentionally, high. like, he unintentionally just got, like, way too violent and then, like, because he was drunk, he didn't probably, like, plan it out. He was very impulsive or something. Mm-hmm. But also, this tells me that, like, he probably did this shit before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even... This is the first one he got jailed for. But he probably did this shit on the regular. Like, hop into different cities, luring little kids into his car or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this particular time, maybe the little kid was, like, screaming. Like, mm-hmm. top of his lungs. He was, like... He just reacted and then just uh, killed the little kid. Yikes. Um... So, like I said, he got jailed for that murder because, um, you know, he got uh, locked up for intoxication and he admitted it to it. So it says, um, so after sobering up, so we're back to the present now. And mm-hmm. it says, after sobering up, after he confessed to that first murder, on December 3rd, Kudanowski drunkenly staggered up to a police traffic booth and told the officer there that he was wanted by the police. Uh, upon being asked whether he meant for murder, he replied, you'll find out. Yeah. And in jail again, Kud- uh, Kudzinowski um, was interviewed by Detroit detectives who obtained the rough edges of his confession. So I guess like maybe they just kind of like was able to piece it together because he mm-hmm. was like super drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, he was primarily motivated to confess by the weight of his conscience, stating, I'm willing to pay the penalty and the sooner it's over, the better. I had to confess it was troubling me. I was just about to say, like, he clearly felt incredibly guilty to, like, be constantly trying. First of all, how is it that he has to beg to confess? Like, right? (laughs) what? Like, how do I have to tell you more than once that I killed people? Right. But the fact that he did do it more than once or tried to confess more than once, he must have really been going through it. Yeah. I think one of these days, like, we definitely need to pick, especially around the same decade, just, like, look at how uh white offenders and like non-white offenders are treated when because i mean this lit he literally came out and said it right like he came out and said i killed this person 
But back then, it was like, if you was even suspected, and this is the early 1900s, so if even if you, this is around the time of the Tulsa riots. This is like 1920s, uh, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, just whistling at a white girl. The same thing that got Emmett Till killed. Um, the Tulsa riots, like, yeah. you know, people's getting their house burned down and shit. It's interesting because he is still the, a child of immigrants. So I'm wondering, yeah. like, if he had an accent or if he, like, I don't even know what it means to look Polish, but like, yeah. if he looked, you know. Yeah. I think around that time, there was a divide between, quote unquote, like the uh, white Americans and then the immigrants. Like, there was the a way yeah. bigger divide between mm-hmm. white immigrants and white, quote unquote, Americans. Yeah. yeah. So maybe there was. I'm wondering if he had an accent, though, because it says his parents were Polish immigrants, which means they probably settled here and then he grew up here. Right, so maybe so, he could pass maybe. as yeah, yeah. <clears throat> if there was that huge divide, I would, I would think that they would like be a lot more harsh on him or whatever. But it's just very weird how he was treated. But mm-hmm. like, it's because it was the 1920s. I was just like, oh, okay, he white, it's fine. Like that's that pretty much sums it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, going back to the past, uh, to the other two murders that he confessed to while he was in jail. Um, so he also confessed to two other murders. Uh, you know that night they. The, well, the second time that he came back. Um, it says he murdered 20-year-old Harry Quinn in Scranton on uh, March 8th, 1924. Uh, the two were friends and were traveling to Springbrook Township where Quinn was looking to land a job with the Springbrook Water Supply Company. Kuzanowski, uh had, uh, he introduced himself as Ray Rogers or, or Ray Lambert to some of Quinn's family members uh, on what turned out to be the last day that they would hear anything from Quinn. So yeah, they met him and then that was literally it. After the two of them had gotten into an altercation over a bottle of whiskey, Kudinowski crushed Quinn's head with a rock. Holy shit. Kudinowski, his older brother later recalled that Peter came to visit him told him that he had been in a scrape and needed money to leave town without actually mentioning what happened. Um, not having heard from Quinn in a few years, his family members presumed that he had abandoned them and had been looking to get in touch with him through newspaper advertisements. Yeah. During that time, it wasn't like you could just call somebody. <laughs> right. And this is another impulsive thing. I feel like you just, like you get into an altercation with somebody, you crush their head with a rock. It's just, it's giving impulsive. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't really seem like a cold and calculating killer. Right. He seems like a very hot tempered person capable of murder, especially when drunk. Yeah, especially yeah. when drunk over a bottle of whiskey, right? Right. Yeah. Um. So he also admitted to murdering uh Julia. I cannot say this last name, but I'm gonna try. Um, Mladzianowski, but it starts with an M, so it's like Mladzianowski, um, uh, a five year old girl from Jersey City. Mm. Um, yeah, that one, that one was the one I was like five years old. Oh my goodness. Like he definitely, yeah. Um, so she was out at a school picnic mm. at late, no. uh, Ho- Hopic Kong on, uh, August 19th, 1928. Although after he was captured, he told reporters that he quote unquote had doubts that he had actually murdered her. So again, that's like that impulsive behavior. And then afterwards he was probably like, oh shit, like. You know, um, so Kudinowski uh, was jailed in Detroit for public intoxication, and then he confessed to Storelli's murder, and then he confessed to the other two. So it was like, yeah, it was like one, two, three, like back to back. Um, I wonder if that head injury, it probably did impact his impulse control. Yeah. And yeah, most definitely. the alcohol t- 
takes away even more of the control. Uh-huh. And then he gets to that point. And then, like you said, that he does, he wasn't sure if he actually killed her. Yeah. Like, he, he was probably black, doubts. blacked out or yeah. his memory was weird because of being drunk. Yeah. That's, and I was reading this story. I was like, this is wild. I was just looking up somebody with a August birthday. I right. Even, all I of a sudden. know about all this. That's like. why it's like, you know, there's the popular uh, people that everyone knows about. And there's so many other super interesting, terrible cases that mm-hmm. just nobody yeah. ever talks about. I feel like another reason why a lot of these cases don't get talked about, because I feel like as a culture, didn't like we would have to admit that this is not rare. Yeah. Like it uh-huh. used to be, especially in the seventies and the eighties, it used to be like this thing where, um, if you watch like Mindhunter or like, uh, the documentaries that they have on some of these killers, they think like, Oh, maybe 20 something killers are active at e- any time. But mm-hmm. I feel like it, the number is way higher. Right. And to like keep panic down or just to like, I don't know, give off the, uh, I guess give off the image of like a pure culture or a better culture or whatever. Nobody a talks about culture. Yeah. yeah. But this happens all the fucking time and all it goes so back. It goes so far back into history. It's wild. Um, so he was transferred to, he was transferred to Jersey city to stand trial. Um, the state uh, brought in a medical expert who characterized Kudanowski as possessing a psychopathic personality. Def- the defense brought its own experts um, who tried to say that basically like uh, who, because of these x-rays, you know, he's not fit to stand trial. Like this is why he did these mm-hmm. things and stuff like that. But if he was a psychopath, would he care to confess? That's what I, that's what I was wondering because I, I think it's not a psychopath given. on anybody, but like yeah. a psychopath is a very specific diagnosis and it doesn't sound to me like he's a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. I don't think psychopaths feel empathy or emotion and it right. seems like he has that guilt. Right. Yeah. Cause he said it troubled him. Yeah. And, a, and he a had to get off his, does not have time to be troubled. And right. Also super early in the 1900s. So maybe they hadn't yeah. gotten that far with. Yeah. So they probably only had like one label for anybody who was like a killer. Right. Like, psychopath. Yeah, so that, that obviously didn't work. The x-rays and shit, like, that's not going to work. Um, so, yeah, he was found guilty on first-degree murder on January 17th, 1929. When asked if he had anything to say before his sentence was passed, Kudanowski remained silent. He was sentenced to die uh, by electric chair, which is horrifying with it itself. Um, the week of February 24th. And this is the part that got me because it's like, I don't think a psychopath could be like this. But it says that he, um, so he stated that he was ready to die and he felt he would probably commit more murders if he were, if he were ever set free again. Yeah. Um, that doesn't give me psychopath. Yeah. It's probably, it gives me like, he feels out of control. Yeah. And he feels like mm. he just can't like, yeah. I'm not empathizing with him because he killed two little kids. So fuck him. But yeah. That is so There's shitty. a part of it that is sad. Like that people can be so out of control of their their own selves mm-hmm. and like they yeah i don't know my my brain's got the thought but my my words aren't catching up to it but, i kind of you know. i kind of understand what you're saying like i obviously he's a terrible person but when people can get to the point where they recognize how bad of a person that they are mm-hmm. that they know that they're like i can't i don't deserve the freedom mm-hmm. of not being in prison or whatever because I know I'm going to continue to do this. Right. So that that part of the story kind of, I don't know, it, ge- it gives them a little more humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not so much where you're like, oh, yeah. Right. Like you're like, okay. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see like the process by which that happened. Yeah. yeah. Right. And honestly, if he had gotten help, or he, if he was able to give help, and people 
paid better attention to like people with mental health issues mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Not saying that because people with mental health issues are actually more likely to be victims of crime. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like if people if we had a society that was like communal and it was like, are you OK? You need to go talk to so and so probably get this sort of treatment right. and help and stuff. How much of that stuff would actually happen? And so that's like a whole other thing. We'll never he'll never know because, you know, he died before we even reached that part of being a society. So. Right. Um, so, yeah, his final. So he filed an appeal. Of course, all the insanity pleas and stuff that was denied. Um, and the night of his execution, uh, he they said he appeared nervous and he was unable to repeat the prayers uttered by the priest uh, mm-hmm. immediately before he died. So I, I don't know. I guess like when the priest is praying for you uh, on death row or like when you're in the lecture chair. You're supposed to, like, repeat the prayers or whatever, and he wasn't able to do it. I mm-hmm. think he just wasn't able to, like, leave, and that kind of fucked me up. I was like, fuck. Like, Maybe that's, like, his he specific was so religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they re- you repeat. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, because, if I'm not mistaken, like, immigrants back then were traditionally, like, Polish, or, I mean, not Polish, Catholic? but uh, traditionally Catholic. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably what it is, because I feel like you have the option of having somebody with you, mm-hmm. like, a religious... Mm-hmm. person with you if you want that so maybe yeah yeah can we just take a second to pull over and talk about how fucking violent the electric chair is like that shit is so Holy like who the fuck. fuck came up with that what and they're White bringing people. have y'all read about how like they're bringing that back as an option where no. for execution where oh my god let me google it real quick because oh yes. no see no like uh-uh. frying people that's not the fucking move not but. if we i mean the whole conversation of the death penalty is something else, but not if we have the option of doing an injection. Yeah. So this is from May 19th, 2021. It's an NPR article and the excerpt says that a few states have turned to alternative methods of execution. Eight states allow electrocution, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and South Carolina. I'm not shocked. Fuck me. All those states in the South. All those super Bible ass, like Bible bill ass states, like what the fuck? The electric chair. The uh, f- so, who- but this article is about firing squads and electric chair because it's about the scarcity of lethal injections for whatever reason. So stop killing people. Thank you, Ellie Watt. Yes, that was a good story. That was um. Well, like we do for all the episodes, add resources and content warnings and everything to the description and we're gonna try something new this episode i'm really excited about it it was ellie was uh yeah because i got some shit i need to get off my chest so um this is the official end of well not the official but the semi ending of the episode so um we already had our current and crime our main story thank you all for coming we'll have another episode on monday but if you want to stick around for a little segment that we're adding on to the end we're calling it um should this be a crime Yes. Because maybe some shit should be. Yeah, maybe some shit should be illegal. Some people gotta be held accountable. Yeah. (laughs) Some shit has to stop. All right. So let's get into it. Should this be a crime? Yes. Should this be a crime? Welcome to Should This Be a Crime. Oh, you were giving me scam goddess. (laughs) Oh my goodness, yes. I loved it. I got chills. No matter what it is, it should be a crime. (laughs) Not the team is a crime. Um, So I mean we we I think all of us here would call of our call ourselves like Students of abolition, like we yeah. don't necessarily believe we don't believe in carceral justice systems, but some shit just be too far. Yeah, some <laughs> shit is just out of hand, <laughs> out of and pocket, bitches need to hand. be bitches need to be aired the fuck out, and we need to talk about it, <laughs> and we need to talk about it. 
So me and Carter actually were having a conversation. Um, first of all, let's do a little backstory. Um, I will never hate on a black bitch getting her bag, like ever in life. Whatever your gimmick is and however you get your money, I support the fuck out that shit. But so this whole thing with like Sweetie and having like her own Sweetie meal and shit. The I, McDonald's meal. It was five much already. Like that was, it was already just like too much. Especially for me. because of the way y'all will praise that shit and then drag the literal fuck out of Lizzo for simply existing on this planet. Right. We're not even going to get all the way into that, but it was a lot. Yeah, no, it was a fucking lot. And I just want to get a little bit into it. So, like, Lizzo, like, when she be eating on Twitter and shit, or when she eat on TikTok, she be eating, like, nature cereal. She'll eat a bowl of, like, raspberries with some coconut water. I'm not eating that shit. That's nasty nasty as fuck. But, I mean, good for her. And still got fucking jacked because right. y'all hate fat people. But then, like, Sweetie, I don't know how much she weighs. She has a very, like, I guess, athletic or, like, fit body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be eating this fucking gel-ass meals. Please explain what... <laughs> okay, look, hold on. I need to open up some shit on Twitter because I think you sent me the link or Listen, whatever. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with freaking your noodles, like, putting some butter on there, some, cheese. you know, some cheese, mm-hmm. you know. Jazz it up. With Zatarans, you yeah. know, it's nothing. <laughs> but Sweetie takes it a little bit too far. Yeah, add a little cheese in your like, noodles. Like, put a little, you know, a little sweetness in your popcorn to make a little sweet and salty or whatever. Right. We but need bitch, to know, like, do y'all... Okay, Ella was about to give us some examples. But do y'all really think that she eats this shit? I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I feel like it's... <laughs> and it led her to this McDonald's deal, so hey. And listen, I'm not bothered by it for the most part. Do Get it how you live. But there is one specific example that I'm sure Ellie will mention that should truly be a crime. I'm about to mention it. It's so <laughs> disgusting. It is so bad. This bitch put mac and cheese in her motherfucking Lucky Charm. Lucky Charm. Like, there's no way she ate there's that. There's no possible way she ate that because shit. Because she would have eaten it and her body would have immediately rejected it. Y'all, no. Those are marshmallows. Those are mar- <laughs> It's milk. I wish y'all could see Aaron's face. And like, this I'm out. <laughs> and, and you know that's the same. okay. So the actual cereal from Lucky Charms is the same material as like fucking Honey Nut Cheerios. So it's like marshmallows, Honey Nut Cheerios, um, milk, and then like not even like baked mac and cheese. It ain't even like it's like Easy Mac. Oh, like yeah, crap. out of the cup. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Stove it, like top. the watery shells, like the Velveeta shells. Ew, like I'm looking. It's just fucking disgusting. That's just fucking disgusting. And I think it should be I don't a think crime. she... Yeah, I think it should be a crime, too. I feel I, like. But the thing is, I'm looking at this picture. I feel like she's trolling everyone because the mac and cheese is just far enough out the cup <laughs> where it's like, is she really pouring it in or is she just taking a picture and then she's going to gather the mac and cheese back where it's supposed to be, yeah. separate from the cereal, right? and eat them like a normal person. Pretty fucking slightly. And that's exactly what I... Yeah. You Why said you took the words right trolling us like this? I don't know. Because it gets her positive attention and feedback. And again, get how you live. I'm not... Not mad at you like you said having your gimmick doing your thing whatever but is this oreo ice cream on a burger what is this <gasps> it looks like skeet what the <laughs> fuck is that skeet. well it's it's too thick to be skeet skeet i'll take that back. it that's does nasty. look like oreo ice cream yeah it's or... disgusting no that's definitely oreo ice cream on a burger on see a that's burger. another one like, but the thing is that one like a burger and a milkshake that kind of goes together. Yeah, and I dip my fries in a milkshake. Yeah, yeah see that. See but fries that? is different than a burger. Yeah, but it all goes. Know. But no, this mac and cheese and lucky charms. I feel like that. Show. Yeah, I feel like no. the burger is a little more. Maybe. And I wasn't even gonna say shit, but it's like with the whole sweetie. So with sweetie meal and like her being famous for having these weird concoctions, because the sweetie meal ain't even shit. It's like a big mac with ketchup on top. 
Or it's like a burger. It's I think chicken like nuggets. chicken nuggets on top of some fries. With That's some the same thing they did with the Travis Scott stuff. They just pull stuff from the regular menu and put their name on it. Yeah, it's the same. It's the McDonald's. same thing. <laughs> they're like, oh, everybody finna pull up for the sweetie meal. I'm just like, I'm shocked that they didn't do like if she was for real about this, the sweetie meal should have been some chicken nuggets with fucking McFlurry, know, like dipped in some ice cream. No, you, and, yeah, like or some crushed up hot Cheetos, like dusted. Chicken nuggets, you oh, know what I mean? I would like Ooh, that. That would actually kind yeah. of slap. Yeah. But the stuff should be eating those slap, so it's like, even that can't be a sweetie meal. Like, <laughs> but if they, if they really wanted to go with this whole sweetie thing, they should have done some odd combinations instead of just having a Big Mac with ketchup. Um, yeah, I don't believe I don't believe she be in it. And you know what's funny? Because like, okay, so she posted um, this video on Twitter. Uh, I don't know what platform it was originally on, but I saw it on Twitter. And it was basically like a video of her eating like one of the burgers or whatever. I don't know what it... So, I'm going to show you. You can just see it without any audio. Oh, but my look God. Look at how no, she's chewing. I hate that video. Look at how she's chewing. No, I've seen it. I can't watch it. She looks so disgusting. How is she taking an extra, like, bite? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like... Yeah. She's like... I don't think... think it's because she's, like, actively trying not to swallow that shit. <laughs> she probably don't eat that shit. She probably vegan. The caption is, Sweetie enjoying her McDonald's meal. She does not look like she's... She don't, she she don't look like she's enjoying it at she all. She looks like she hates it. And she gotta keep eating this shit. <laughs> I hate that video. Yeah. It makes my skin crawl. Well, anyway, yeah. we have come to the conclusion that that should be a crime. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let us know what you think, though. Like, definitely. And, and you know, if we if I'm dead out of line, roast me. Like, let me know. <laughs> if don't, you don't eat mac and cheese with your lucky charms, then shit, flame us. Yeah, but. that's what I'm saying. But, you know, but if, I don't. If there's anything don't else in pop culture, whatever, that you think should be a crime, send it to us. <laughs> We'll we can definitely it. talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll you can email us. It. We have an email address. Yeah, it's I in a killer podcast at gmail.com. Period. So yes. email it to us. We'll talk about it. We want to know. So, because yeah, this sweetie stuff, I'm not here for it. It's disgusting. I, I want to throw up and I ain't even ate yet. So I'm like, Ugh. I'm so hungry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, y'all, for joining us. <laughs> Just looking for this extra, um, this extra segment. Yes. Yeah, extra time. Um, it's been a you can time, listen to our podcasts on all the things Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything else. You can follow us at I and a Killer Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. No, no, no. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Carter's looking at me. It's making me nervous. <laughs> and then um, on TikTok is at I and a Killer Pod. Yes. And yeah. Can I try to spell it? At I A I N T A K I L A P O D C A S T. Thank you. And like we said again, if you want to help us make our podcast, as, as accessible as possible our cash app will be in our description and we're excited to see y'all hear from y'all for you to hear us next monday <laughs> most definitely <laughs> like what are we doing here a podcast <laughs> bye bye bye, bye.